Welcome along to episode 753 of The Milk Bar. Jason Forrest here with you as ever. And coming up on the show, you can hear what happened when I went along to the Cotswold Farm Park. I had a catch up with Adam Henson over there and found out all about their festive events, including their amazing light trail around the farm. Chris McCausland lets us know about his forthcoming gigs. And he's got three venues in the Midlands in 2024. Andrew Clayton lets us know what he's got going on for his festivities during December. We have a natter with Molly Rainford about a campaign she's been working on with Always. And Jack Callaghan lets us know about the panto that he's in at the Warsaw Arena. That's all on the way alongside Showtime Theatre's panto as well. Hearing about their version of Jack and the Beanstalk. It's coming up on the show this week. Welcome to the Milk Bar. 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 Uh, welcome to the milk bar. Now, as dusk sets in, the Cotswold Farm Park is looking resplendent with the wonderful lights that are part of their trail. Four years on, and Adam, you must be loving the lights. You keep bringing them back. It is absolutely magnificent. Um, I've lived here all my life. When we started the light trail, it was really special. It was a very different way of seeing the farm all lit up in the evenings. And so it's been very popular with, the, with all our visitors. And so as well as the light trail through the woods where we are now with our beautiful installations, you can go through the barns and meet the animals. And it's great. I love it and the visitors love it. Yeah, and uh, having had a, a quick look at the start of the trail, I've got to get all the way around it yet because it, it must take a good 60 to 90 minutes to make your way around it all the way. Yeah, we I think a couple of hours because there's some food stops on the way as mm-hmm. well you can get some sort of festive treats and there's a karaoke barn as well you can have some fun in and then what's really popular is the animal barn where we've got goat kids and then the adult goats where people can feed them the animal snacks and so although they get to do that during the daytime when the Cotswold Farm Park's open um, in the evening with it all lit up it seems somewhat different it's really really special yeah, the children love that and it's just so magical at the moment it's slightly misty as well which is bringing all the lights to life even more it really is. I mean, we've got the dew in the trees that's dripping down amongst us onto the leaves and the lights all around with that sort of misty fog. And I think there's some cold weather on the way. So once we start getting frosts and potentially even a little bit of snow, that'll make it very festive. So wrap up warm, sensible shoes, but enjoy the, the, the joy of the Cotswold Farm Park in a way you, you won't have seen it before. Indeed. And now we've got a hard path all the way round. So, you know, you can come in your pushchair or it's wheelchair friendly too. And so very accessible. Yeah, but wrap up warm and good sturdy shoes. And I mean, Christmas at the, at the farm is something which you've been reminiscing on uh, recently as well with the release of your book in the last few weeks. That's right, yes. My new book, Christmas on the Farm, looks at my life here on the farm, some of the jobs that we have to do over Christmas, some of the difficult times too, you know, with uh, with poor weather or, you know, I had a tree fall on the house, you know, my childhood growing up with my famous actor uncle, Nicky Henson, and his wife, Eunice Stubbs, you know, charades in our house at Christmas was a very different <laughs> Professional charade players, it must be good. <laughs> it was. And so, yes, yeah, I think it's a lovely book. And, uh, you know, Christmas is just around the corner, so a perfect present. Yeah, and, and whilst you are here, we've mentioned Christmas. Father Christmas seems to have popped down as his base in the Cotswolds. It's extraordinary, isn't he? He's such a busy man, but we've managed to get him to come here. And uh, it's very, very popular. So the way to get tickets for Father Christmas or come to the Light Trail, the best thing is to go onto our website, go online, have a look at the dates, book into a time slot, and then come along and enjoy. And I so say you, you mentioned the fact that Father Christmas is busy. I think you're as busy, if not more busy, than Father Christmas. Is that much going on with your TV? 
work at the moment. There is, yeah. So we're busy on the farm as well. So the rams are in with the ewes at the moment. So we're lambing for February half term when we open next year and then for Easter. So we're planning ahead. And then, yes, books to launch and then country file as well. So uh, next week I'm off to the Welsh, Welsh Winter Fair and travelling all over the UK as usual doing country file. And, and all this at the same time is championing rare breeds through the farm and all the other work that you do. Yes, that's right. You know, we, we're carrying on my dad's legacy now and, you know, really breeding rare breeds in a very serious way it's you know part of part of his legacy and part of what we do um, as well as educating and entertaining our visitors who come to the farm park and I'm very passionate about people learning about the countryside learning about food production learning about conservation on the wider farm too and I, I love the way the animals seem intrigued by the lights as well the ones around about they're actually they're, okay what's that this is different now hang on no I saw it last year indeed well we've got our lovely Suffolk punch horses up in one of the paddocks that are lit in the background they're grazing from the hay nets that are hanging from the roof of one of their shelters and they just look splendid in the lights they look like these big ginger giants stood <laughs> in the background and obviously this is something that you've developed over a number of years it looks fantastic and i think it's just part of the the, the story isn't it i mean it, it's it's all about what we eat how we consume it and the, the lights themselves it, it's part of the life without the sun we wouldn't have any of this indeed yes and i i think it's great to be able to get out into the countryside you know when, during daylight, during the summer and spring and autumn months. But to come out at night's really lovely. It's gorgeous with all the lights um, you know, all around the farm park at the moment. But also then, you know, you hear the odd owl hooting and you hear those nighttime creatures out and about, um, which is special as well. And all of that so, as part of the entry, and uh, you, you can't go wrong with this, can you? So, and families are, are, are flocking in in their droves. I've, I've just seen at the start of the trail, and they're loving it. The kids are having an amazing time. They really are. And what's great as well is we've got our holiday site open, so you can come and um, pitch up in your own van, or our lodges are here. So if you wanted to come and stay, um, and then that's part of the ticket price to get into the Cotswold Farm Park, um, you can do that too. So yeah, all worthwhile, and you get to experience life on Adam's Farm. Indeed you do. Give us all the details again where people get the tickets. So go to the website at the Cotswold Farm Park website and it's on there with the tickets on there you can book a time slot for Father Christmas or for the light trail and away you go oh, Adam Henson always lovely to meet up with you thank you for uh, the great night I'm, I'm going to continue with now and uh, I'm looking forward to the s'mores they sound amazing yeah s'mores hot chocolate the um, the, the loaded Christmas uh, uh, pudding is absolutely amazing yeah okay that's all things to try down here at the Cotswold Farm Park Adam thanks as ever not at all thank you Now, Chris McCausland is playing a number of gigs in Lichfield, Warsaw and Wolverhampton in 2024. Yonks is the name of the show, and he joins me now to tell me all about it. Hello, sir. How are you doing, Jase? I'm all right. You okay? Yeah, good, mate. Good. And you've got one heck of a year, because I've just been looking at the tour dates with you before we started, and you are pretty much working 369 days. In... <laughs> it's, um, you know, I mean, I've been doing stand-up for 20 years, and so that now people are, now people are buying tickets. I'm happy to keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> Make the most of these things. Uh, but uh, as I say, it, it is a busy one. And I mean, you're not you know, unused to these sort of tours and these sort of size venues in any way whatsoever. But it must be quite daunting knowing quite how many gigs you've got this time around. Yeah, it, it and it's one of them things that I, I honestly it will it will get bigger as well. It'll get longer. So I know we're already we're going to carry on into 2025. Um, but, um, you know, it, it stand up is is even though I get to do all these wonderful things on the telly at the minute. Stand-up is the thing that got me into all of this, you know, and it's it's ultimately as, as amazing as all of the TV stuff is that I get to do at the moment. It, it You know, it, it really, it all kind of aids the stand-up 
with a show yonks. I mean, it's it's a it's a word which has meaning round here. Are there any bits of the country you're worried about them understanding what what yonks is? Um, it's it's one of them words as well. It's got, I think it's got meaning everywhere, hasn't it? But also, it's got no meaning whatsoever because no one knows how long a yonk is. <laughs> so we 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 kind of throw it around there. And and if I'm honest with you, the show's called Yonks because they needed a name for the tour before I'd written any of it. So that was the <laughs> thing that appealed to me is that this lovely fun nature to the word and the fact that it's so familiar with us all, but that it it kind of means nothing. So I haven't tied myself into <laughs> into anything. Okay, so I mean, how much of it's written now? Is uh, or have you got a busy Christmas working this one out? Oh no, it's pretty. It's it's done, mate. It's all it's all <laughs> done and ready to go. I've been working working my pants off this last six months and um and doing working progress shows and um and we are we are all good and ready to go. So I've got a chilled out Christmas. That's the way we like it. So with you know, a, a tour on the road, as you mentioned, uh, it is uh, January at the Litchfield Garrick Theatre, the 20th and 21st. Uh, three shows at least there from what I can work out. Uh, then we know you're in Warsaw on the 3rd and 4th of May. And we then believe you're at Wolverhampton's Grand Theatre in our fair city on the, uh, I think, the 29th and 30th of September. So that one's definitely grandtheatre.co.uk. You've got litchfieldgarrick.com and uh, the, the Warsaw Arena. You can Google that one yourself and work it out on your own but uh it's uh, what can they expect from you at these gigs so this show i've gone i've gone old school with this mate so like you know a lot of stand-up these days has themes and and you know a deeper message and and maybe i had a little bit of that in, in my last tour um whereas this one you know i've gone back to what got me into stand-up in the 90s which is a stand-up show that's about everything and nothing you know so no one's going to walk away with uh, having learned anything deep and meaningful. And um, <laughs> I'm not going to be talking about what's going on in the news. There's going to be no politics, but it's going to be about everything from AI to turnips, you know, uh, and lo- loads of stuff in between. Okay, I mean, the, the turnip um, stuff, I mean, that is a big draw. We know that. So that's going to be good. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I think, um, you know, there's a lot, you know, I've, I've got a, I've got a bit of my new tour about, um, you know, I'm a 46-year-old man. I've got a little bit about, you know, a certain invasive procedure that many men in my age have to go through. And I'm sure there's a lot of comedians my age talking about their own experiences that are similar. <laughs> but I think I'm the only I think I'm the only one doing turnips at the minute, Jason. That's 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 good. Uh, it's nice to have a <laughs> unique selling point. But, <laughs> I mean, you, you keep busy. I mean, you mentioned the fact there's been loads of TV work and uh, it, it has sort of snowballed. We are finding you on an awful lot of shows at the moment. And, and that must be intriguing in itself. It's yeah, it, it's it's one of them things that you you worry about kind of saturation in terms of oh I hope people aren't sick of seeing me on things because they you know I have been on a lot you know and I've been you know would I lie to you it was the first panel show that I got and I've been on the last five consecutive series so mm-hmm. um, I'm obviously doing something right but you do you do hope that um, you know not everyone can like you there must be people who turn off when I t- when I when I come on the telly <laughs> but what 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 I hope is that 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 number doesn't increase. <laughs> 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 but I mean, reality TV is that something that we we could find you doing next? I mean, it'd be an interesting one. So I did, I did last year. I did a thing um, with um, for Channel Four called Scared of the Dark, which people can watch up there now. And it was me and Chris Eubank and Gaza and and Scarlett Moffat and a few others. And we we lived in a bunker in complete pitch black for for eight days. Um, and I, you know, I'm, I'm blind if people don't know, but I, I was the only one that could do anything, you know. And the, <laughs> the other, the others all struggled like hell. Um, and it, it was, I mean, it was, it, it was, it was received so well that show um, because I think it ended up being a lot deeper and more involved than anybody was thinking it would be. You know, the amount that people struggled and the vulnerability in in everybody and. 
you know, you get somebody who's an alpha male like Chris Eubank, and and all of a sudden, every time he needs to go to the toilet, I have to I have to show him where it is, and it, it kind of, I, I you know, I found, I think he found that difficult to deal with. So I've already done something uh, within that regard, um, but it, it had such an angle to it, you know, that it was hard to say no to it. Absolutely, and uh, I mean, you talk, you talk about your blindness there. I mean, you, you've educated us uh, through comedy in a, a show that I recently heard on on Sounds or on the BBC on Radio Four, and uh, there's it, it's something which I, it, people don't get. I mean, there are disabilities you can see, others you can't, and when you can't see being your disability, that it must be one heck of a, a a conversation if somebody does pick you up on it. Yeah, it's and especially on telly as well. You know, is that. Um... You know, my blindness can affect my ability to engage or do something in the moment that's visual, but also to anyone just switching the telly on and joining halfway through a show, I, they wouldn't know there was anything wrong with me. So it's, um, you know, maybe it's, um, I've confused some people along the way. <laughs> <laughs> when they've discovered me for the first time and then it's dawned on them, oh, this fella can't see anything, you know. Uh, but that radio show you talked about, it's called You Heard It Here First and the, the series one's on uh, BBC Sounds now. But what, what I've done on that is basically just got a load of mates and comedians and, you know, Lee Mack, Andy Parsons, Kerry Godleyman and Alan Davis and so on. And we, we get them to to live in that audio world and we, and interpret visuals with the sorry audio with the visuals removed, you know. Um, and like you know, can they figure out what what an obscure advert is trying to sell, and what uh, what the kids are trying to describe to them from pictures of famous things? And there's there's nothing funnier than a little kid trying to describe to someone the front cover of the Sgt. Pepper's album when they don't even know they're having <laughs> they're having a, an album cover described to them. Putting some fun into it, and but actually helping to to understand what's going on, and you know, it's. Uh... Uh, something which I'm sure you'll probably touch on in the show in in some ways when we find out about Yonks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there'll always be little bits of there'll always be little bits of uh, you know personal aspects and anecdotes and little bits you know letting people in behind the curtain and being blind is part of what makes me me. And so there will always be aspects of that in the show and gags and stories and anecdotes. But ultimately, th there's a lot more going on in your head. Um, and and I like to express that on stage, you know, and 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 you know, you talk about a whole. A whole load of different things, really. We don't end up with stereotypes. You're certainly not going to be tuning the piano after the gig, are you? <laughs> maybe, maybe I should do the basket weaving tour. You know, oh, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it's going to be great to have you on the road. Uh, say three Midlands venues: uh, the Garrick, the Warsaw Arena, and the Grand Theatre. Spread throughout 2024 as you spread yourself thinly throughout the year, and uh, everybody gets a little bit of Christmas Causeland. Uh, where do we go to to find out more about what? you have got going on and to keep track of everything else is happening and uh around yonks and beyond well if you just go to my website chrismacorsland.com there's a tall page there with all of the dates on and also there is um there's a there's a there's a page with all the links to the different tv stuff that i've done so we mentioned scared of the dark there um we also mentioned the radio show and there's links to everything on there where people can just click and go and watch all that stuff for free so check it out and uh, enjoy the comedy, the mirth and the moments with this man uh, before you go and buy your tickets to see him doing yonks across the UK. Chris, thanks for having an answer with us. Have a great time on the road and uh, we look forward to seeing you in our city in the not too distant future. Oh, thanks so much for your time, mate.
Now, when it comes down to a period and puberty education in schools, we know that about a third of kids are mostly messing about and not paying much attention at all. It can be a bit of a giggle, yet it is the gateway to the rest of their lives. So they need to be paying attention. Somebody who's been doing a very special event, which has actually helped hopefully get some kids to understand what's going on, is Molly Rainford, who joins me now. Good afternoon. <laughs> Good afternoon. That was one hell of an introduction. I do my best, and you've been doing your best to head out there and do a bit of education. And obviously, that, that you're a familiar face with BGT and EastEnders, so you know it, it's it must be initially strange for them to find someone who they recognise telling them about some of not only the most intimate things but most important things they will ever get to learn. Absolutely, I feel like I, I think it's important for me, and it's one of my goals to kind of use the platform that I have to kind of show that these conversations aren't taboo and they aren't awkward. And it is just something that everyone goes through in every kind of world, walk of life. Um, and so it was really, really nice to go in and maybe be a familiar face to people, but to also just shared, uh, to, to talk about a shared experience, like, you know, having your first period, having periods, you know, it's not taboo. It's something that you literally, you know, half the population have monthly. So it, yeah, it's, it should be talked about more. So I'm really, really happy that always have, have made me a part of this programme. Absolutely. And, and when I was at school, I know the boys and girls were split out and we were told the important stuff we needed to know as lads. But they also told us what the girls are going through, too, because in many cases, you, know, you will be in a relationship with a woman who is going to be experiencing this. And it could well be a part of, of your life as you bring kids into the world. So, you know, it, it is about you know, being there not only for your partner, but also you know, understanding what's going on for, for all women. Completely. And that was so lovely about going to this school because not only did they have, you know, the girls, maybe 12 to 14 year old girls in there, but also um, a few boys as well to be a part of the conversation. Because like you said, we need some people to be kind of period allies, if you will. Like we need boys to get involved in knowing what's going on with, you know, their peers, their mums, their sisters, their girlfriends, their wives to be and their children to be. And so I think it's important to like have the conversation, but not alienate alienate the boys from it because I think it's really important that they know what's going on as well mm-hmm. and yeah, they go I mean, through their own change in yeah. their own right as well so it's, it's good for them to know yeah but boys have got it easy the fact that you need to grow a beard or shave is pretty much the worst <laughs> of it to be honest with you and yes. uh, you know it, it it is something which is it's, but it, it's part of life it's, it's 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 how and why we're here exactly and it shows it, a period only really shows that your body is healthy and doing what it's meant to do as a woman and what was really lovely is during the assembly I had um, a lady called Dr Aziza who is a GP and she has so much knowledge and so much um, power in her conversation about periods and she literally told me things that I didn't even know or or (laughs) I needed to confirm that was a fact before you know using it of my own conversation but it was so nice to be sat there with her and her kind of answer them more questions that kids really didn't want to ask or felt were silly to ask and she's so right in that when it comes to your health and it comes to your body I don't think anything's a silly question mm-hmm. yeah and, and because the kids are all maturing at different rates as well so you know it, the, the the situation where they have some of them will have started periods uh, for the girls others won't and they, they have it to cut and even you know even up to you know, 15 16 some people do start a bit late and, and that in itself can be awkward and embarrassing if you're not having the same conversations with your mates. But equally, it's then down to yeah, the period care products as well and accessibility. It's making sure that you know people know to say, hang on, I need help here. 
100%. And that's what was so lovely because the basis of this assembly was kind of the always period prep school, which was great because, like you said, some girls in the room probably had started their periods already, but a lot of them will have been coming up to the point where they're about to start their first period. And it was nice to kind of give them the knowledge of, you know, different products to use, like pads and tampons, but also you know, how to manage those things by kind of implementing in your calendar and, and kind of knowing what to to prepare for, really. And what was so lovely is, you know, some of the girls, some of the older girls in the room could could be that kind of person that younger girls could go through, uh, to, could go to in their school, sorry, and, um, mm-hmm. and feel like they could have those conversations. I think it's all about kind of letting people know that it's, a, it's okay to talk about and it's not something to be ashamed about talking about and it was nice that you know they felt by the end of it it started off but with a few giggles and a few kind of awkward laughs but by the end of it there was lots of kind of hand raising and questions and really important questions which was great even some of the girls were asking about menopause I was like well you're not going to go through that for a little while but it's so (laughs) nice that you know they're ready to talk about that too well, the thing about that, because I suppose they're seeing, you know, parents, grandparents, uh, you know, that's that's the situation they find themselves in. And they say, this is all just part of the, the, the natural cycle of life and something that we do alongside being who we are. It's it, it's it's not defining. It is part of, you know, just just you know, how things can be. And they say, this is why it's so important that always have been doing this work and have you know, done the likes of taking you out to a school to be able to have those conversations. And as you mentioned, they've got to, you know, the, the, the preparation uh, website to, to, to tell people what to expect. So where can we go to for those who aren't lucky enough to have you turn up in the classroom? <laughs> yes, so teachers can find a free programme on, audi- uh, on the Always website called the Always About You Schools programme, which is just a series of content for kind of PSHE lessons and kind of how to prep people uh, for the first periods, etc., um, and I feel like it's so nice because I wish kind of my teachers would have done a little bit more about it. I mean, I was quite a confident kid, so I think I wasn't too scared to let them know. But I would like to to I would have liked to hope that, that there was more option for that when I was younger. So I'm really, really mm. glad always have got this in place for schools now. Yeah, and particularly for early starters as well. I mean, it could well be that it can happen before the uh, the conversations that have begun in school, and that must be quite petrifying if uh, some suddenly... exactly it's quite a challenge to face it on your own. So it's nice to have that kind of knowledge out there that's, you know, easily found online and and that teachers can just openly talk about in classrooms. And like we said, it would be good for boys to hear those conversations too. So they know how to kind of support. Mm -hmm. Well, give us those web details again where we can find out more about the period prep school. On the Always website, and it's called the Always About You Schools Programme. Well, actor, singer, and all-round teaching assistant now by the sounds of things, Molly Rainford. Thank you for joining us. That's the plan. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Thank you. Now, regular contributor Andrew Clayton is involved in all sorts of events. However, I've no idea quite what he's up to at the moment. All I know is he's stood in the the kitchen under a light next to an air-conditioned unit. Andrew, what's happening? Um, Right, so the thing is, Jason, right, um, I'm joining you live as it were, from the kitchen of St Matthew's Church Centre in Warsaw, which mm-hmm. is at the top of the hill, top of the market, big church with the spire. Um, there's a church centre inside St Matthew's Close just there. And I'm here because in about 35 minutes' time, my first angels are going to start arriving for the second rehearsal of the Angel Chorus. Now, the Angel Chorus is part of a community production that St Matthew's are putting on the 1st and 2nd of December, and it is called The Nativity, with great originality. Um, 
Jim Rennie's written a brand new script. It's acted entirely by adults. It's based just on the Gospels of St. Matthew and St. Luke and the story of the Nativity from there. And it's a, um, a Friday night performance on the first and then Saturday matinee, Saturday night. So we've got a completely, no, no, we've got one pro, I think, but an almost completely amateur community cast. Um, we've got five original songs, which I wrote, which I'm really pleased about because mm-hmm. don't often get asked to do that kind of thing. And the Angel Chorus. So the Angel Chorus are coming soon and they're going to be uh, making Gabriel look good as he sings to the shepherds. That's it. It sounds brilliant fun. And it's of course, it, it's, it, it's Christmas like Christmas is supposed to be, though, as well. Yeah. Oh, mate, I've got so much stuff going on. Um, it's ridiculous. So we do the nativity on the first and second. I will send you a graphic so you can splash that and go to the St. Matthew's Church website. Tickets are available. It's five pound a head. Um, it's, you know, it's just ridiculously good value and you can buy on the door if you really, really insist. Um, then uh, on the 9th of December, I'm going caroling in Warsaw. Mm-hmm. So people are being invited to just come out. Uh, 10 o'clock at the Light Cinema, 11 o'clock at the New Art Gallery, 2 o'clock um, inside the Sadler Centre, just by the station. Oh, looking where the the, uh, the, four, the, the little court where mm-hmm. um, Marks and Spencer's food all used to be. And then at three o'clock, we're going to the Table Coffee Shop on Lower Hall Lane, which is a personal favourite. I'm massive fan of their coffee. Um, <laughs> on the 10th, Councillor Poe, the Mayor of Warsaw, is coming with some of his dignitary friends, and we're doing civic service at St Matthew's. Um, that's the civic carol service. And I've got a beautiful Christmas choir, um, 30 or 40-odd people. Some of them are very odd. No, no, they're all lovely. <laughs> and, um, just We're going to sing so loud that we ruffle his wig. That's the plan. Um, and then on the 11th at 8 o'clock, I'm in the Black Country Arms in the evening on the Monday of the 11th. And again, uh, 8 o'clock in the Wheat Sheaf on the 13th, we're singing carols in pubs, which is combining two of my favourite pastimes. Um, <laughs> and then on the 17th in the evening, we've got a carol service at St Matt's. And on the 18th, I'm caroling at the Avian Weatherspoons in Aldridge. And then just as I'm getting to the end, on uh, Christmas Eve, I have services at 8.45, 10.45, 5 o'clock in the afternoon, and at quarter past 11 at night, two on Christmas morning, Christmas lunch, and then a massive nap. I think that's probably a very good idea. Just about in time to listen to see what the king has to say and uh, then fall asleep yes. afterwards, because otherwise I, I think that's some sort of treason, isn't it? So that's going to be... Uh, Absolutely. Uh, God yeah, yeah, Boxing Day off, though, I hope. Um, I'm off then till the end of the year, apart from New Year's Eve. So New Year's Eve is a Sunday. I've got Sunday service, but, you know, it's it's pretty good. I've got to say that I'll send you some graphics and bits and pieces that you can show up and whatever. But it's it's all about taking the, the joy and the beauty and the music of Christmas that I'm involved with because I'm the director of music at St Matthews and just taking it out into the community where it belongs and letting people just just thrill to the sound of it. It's It's been a tough old year. Mm-hmm. It's been a tough old year on the back of several tough years. Um, and if the cost of living crisis isn't getting you, then the polar weather sure as heck will be. Um, so just come come and celebrate. Come and join in. Come and have a lot of fun. It sounds like a brilliant way of bringing joy to your Christmas this year and without very much cost. The most expensive thing you talked about there was a fiver. So uh, that's uh, going to be good value <laughs> yeah. all around. It's joy to the world, but starting right on the doorstep. That's exactly where it should be as well. I think that's something that we uh, <laughs> we sometimes miss out on. So uh, you have a brilliant time with all of that. And where do we go for more details and to book tickets? Give us all those. Okay, so um, the website for St Matthew's Church can be found either going via our Facebook page or you just type in www.stmatthewswarsall.co.uk. 
Um, if you do that and then forward slash nativity, it's tickets for the nativity. If you just do it with ads, you'll get the whole church website. You can see everything we're doing. Um, pubs, carols, you don't need to do anything but turn up. The wheat sheaf is always rammed. The Black Country Arms is always busy, but they both serve incredibly good beer. And they know to put an extra stuff member on to cope with the crowd. Um, the stuff in Warsaw is just rock up. But now there'll be about 30 to 40 people hopefully coming out intentionally to sing together. But if you just want to come and sing some traditional carols straight out of the old Carols for Choirs books, rock up. I'll have spare music with me or you can share a copy with somebody else. You know, we're, we're not post-COVID, but we are at the point where, you know, you can stand next to people if you really, really want to. Um, and then the same at the Avian, you know, just, just throw up, show up, search you know, show up, you know, <laughs> slip. and um, that'll be fine. And of course, for the church services, it's come as you are, you know, God's a big dude. He's dealt with worse um, <laughs> and we'll welcome you, whoever you are. Well, it's going to be an amazing, properly festive, full on Christmas with fun, music, joy, communion and laughter. I'm taking three weeks off in January, mate, honestly. Lie down in a darkened room. <laughs> probably not even able to listen to any music at all. But the joy you shared will hopefully mean that you can still feel good about that, which would be absolutely amazing. Absolutely. On Boxing Day, I'm allergic to jingle bells. It's terrible. Right. <laughs> um, mate, it's lovely to chat. And as always, much love to your listeners. And, and thanks for, for letting me come on and just, you know, blatantly promote what I'm up to. Um, it's absolutely wonderful to have the opportunity. And, um, yeah, if you're passing, shout up. I'll buy you a coffee on the table. Sounds like a plan to me. Andy, always good to speak to you. Have a great time. Uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you. We're in the season, yeah. Merriest of Christmases, and I hope 2024 brings exactly what you want and not necessarily what you deserve. Jack Callaghan is part of the gang in Cinderella from the 9th through to the 23rd of December at the Warsaw Arena, and he joins me now to tell us exactly what's going on. How are you doing? Very well. How are you? I'm all right, thank you. Now, uh, most people will be used to seeing you pop up on uh, Channel 5 on Happy Campers, uh, as you've been on there for a couple of years now, and uh, although you've moved on from the holiday park that you were working at, haven't you? I have now, yes. What, what exciting new plans do you have ahead, or can we not talk about that outside of the panto at the moment? Uh, not at the moment. I've got I've got a few things in the works, but just just waiting to hear now. So, okay, we'll we'll see what happens. But obviously, it, it, it's all changed very often at the start of a new season ahead. And uh, Christmas is the time that we see so many performers come from all their other different gigs throughout the year and enter into Panto somewhere if they can work it near where they are originally from, so they get to blag Christmas dinner and lodgings with the family. Is this what you're doing? Absolutely, it is indeed. <laughs> it's always lovely to come back to the uh, town and get to do panto back here because it's there's something about the Midlands audiences that they really just, especially at panto time, they they just love it. <laughs> so uh, Cinderella, uh, obviously uh, one of the staples uh, when it comes to Christmas pantos. Uh, tell us a bit about the production itself. So it's been written by the wonderful Simon Lilly, and they're um, they're uh, the same group that sort of do it each year. And then I've, I've uh, come along and joined them for this year's and they sort of put their own spin on the classic sort of fairy tales that they mm -hmm. tell. So it's Cinderella, but with a few little differences here and there, which is um, which is good fun. It's a really lovely family show filled with lots of singing, dancing, magic. You know, it's um, it's just it's a really lovely show and I, I want everyone to come and see it and have a lovely time this Christmas. 
Well, it should be jolly good fun. We all love a good panto. In fact, I mean, a lot of people like to get to multiple pantos if they can, and it's great seeing different ones throughout our area. So we're really lucky with that. We've got some uh, brilliant shows to to go and see. Uh, what is your role in this particular production? So I get to play Buttons this year, which is a brand new sort of role for me. I've never done it before, so it's very exciting. You have to do these things while she's still young enough to run around in tights and uh, and uh, just have a bit of fun. Absolutely. <laughs> but I mean, you, you, you're used to doing comedy roles, aren't you? That's the important thing. And we've seen that with your YouTube work. Uh, although, obviously, yeah, when we see you on telly, it's it's much more the serious side of you know, performing, singing, dancing. Yeah, literally. It's, it's nice to get to play something that's a little bit silly and and you know because it's nice not especially in our our sort of industry you you can't take yourself too seriously it's it's, it's nice and it's get getting to just let loose a little bit at christmas and just have fun and well you've got a very shy prince charming in this show who's playing that part we do yes it's played by a lovely guy called matt and he's um he's joined them um a few years back now so he's sort of been their, their principal boy for a few years now, and he's wonderful. But obviously, the most important part is Cinderella. And uh, I mean, the apple of both yours and Prince Charming's eye in this show. So uh, tell us about her. Yes, yes, she's wonderful. Her name's Nicola. She, uh, she again, she joined them a few years, years ago now, and she's sort of their, their resident principal girl. And, uh, and she's absolutely wonderful. But she sort of plays, I like, I like that she plays the principal girl a lot more comically in a way mm -hmm. as well like brings her own sort of unique spin on it which i think is wonderful because sometimes that sort of role can be one of the hardest ones i think to play because you don't get sort of like the other characteristics what certain other characters get to to work with and have a bit of fun with it because i suppose particularly because of your scenes together that's going to mean it's an absolutely riotously funny panto Oh, absolutely. We're already having su such such a laugh. The ugly sisters, though, again, they have their part to play here. They always get some good comedy. And uh, who is dressing up for this one? Well, we have the lovely Darren, who's been their resident dame for, for a number of years. And then we have a lovely lady called Dawn, mm -hmm. who's, who's joining him as his sister. And they're just, oh, my word, like in rehearsals. You just can't help, but you just can't stop laughing. They're just absolutely so wonderful and and just proper pure black country girls that's going to be absolutely brilliant and uh, a fabulous fairy too i trust we do yes we do we have our lovely emily playing um the fabulous fairy godmother fairy penelope as we Ooh. call her in in this one it's going to be good and the, the fact is i mean it's all singing all dancing comedy all the way and uh just basically uh a chance to have a great fantastic family time over christmas and enjoy a really good show absolutely and very reasonable as well that the, the ticket price is very reasonable for this one which is which i think is good especially at this time of the year as well with the way that the situation is at the minute so it's it's, it's nice that you've got something that's affordable and something that's really enjoyable for the whole family and they can all come and join together and just just have a, a magical time at christmas yeah and that's what it's about it's families coming together and so you get to do that with your family and be there with them too which is uh, absolutely brilliant and you say so you can get along and grab your tickets but i mean what is it that stands out for you when it comes to doing panto because i know you've done a few in your time haven't you yeah yeah i think the thing for me is literally 
it's the thing that, that made me want to become a performer was going and seeing the pantomime at the Wolverhampton Grand with mm -hmm. my family. And I think that's that always stuck with me was the it was that feeling of excitement, the feeling of the the magic when the fairy came on and and the boo in the baddie and and just the the pure just camaraderie of it all, everyone getting involved, you you know, your mum, your dad, your nan, your granddad, everyone just just gets involved. And I think it's, it's such a wonderful way to introduce the younger generation into the world of theatre. And and like, like for me, it obviously it was what made me want to become a performer. And I think it's the same for a lot of young performers. It's the first thing that they go and see and it's what like sort of sparks their excitement to want to be a performer and be up on the stage with them. And yeah. Warsaw Arena, as we said, it's the 9th through to the 23rd of December. The box office, 0300-555-2898-0300-555, however you want to put that bit, 2898. Yeah. So go to warsawarena.com, it's easier. Uh, you can grab your tickets, choose where you're sitting if you go onto the website, have a look at it and have a great time. And uh, uh, you you get to yeah, bring some Christmas magic to uh, uh, the Midlands, and uh, that's going to be brilliant fun. And uh, will we be seeing you back on telly next year? Because the, the, the Happy Campus is always a year behind, isn't it? Uh, it is, yeah. I, I actually think that because um, they only filmed a little bit with us at mm -hmm. the Welcome, so I, I think that's it for us now. I, th I think we're. Not on the, the next one. There might be a hint. You never know. Always check it out. And you can get the whole lot on Channel 5 on their uh, their playback, My 5. So you can see Jack doing his thing on there, appearing on stage as part of a, a brilliant company down at Welcome. He's going to be part of a brilliant company at the Warsaw Arena from the 9th to the 23rd of December. So make sure you get yourself along there for that. Jack Callaghan, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. From the 17th through to the 20th of January, Showtime Theatre are doing their thing when it comes to Jack and the Beanstalk. It's all taking place in Wensbury Town Hall. I'm joined now by four of the number to let us know what's going on. Hello. Hello. Right, let's have introductions, please, starting with Matthew. Lovely. Uh, I'm Matt. I'm playing Jack Trot. I'm Jane. I'm playing Dame Trot. I'm Keeling. <laughs> and I'm Tammy and I'm the chair. So obviously, uh, lots to go on, and I mean, everybody loves a good panto, and it, it, it seems traditional we do them in winter now. So uh, January is a perfectly good time to be treading the boards, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's something nice to do after Christmas when everybody's on the down low. <laughs> right. So tell us a, a bit about Showtime to start off with, Chair. Well, Showtime <laughs> was set up in two thousand and nineteen, and it was for people around the area who were talented but couldn't afford to go to amateur dramatics. So Showtime was set up. So everybody in Showtime does it for nothing. We don't pay any members' fees or anything. We do it all for our community. Throughout the year, we do um, community performances uh, for the Rotary Club and the carnivals that we, we took part in. So it's all community based what we do. And um, once you, you've got an event like this coming up, uh, I suppose the, the funds that you make here help to you know, cover the costs of the things that you do for the rest of the year. Yeah, of course it does. It's our big event, our main event at Wednesday Town Hall, and we're always proud of it. Uh, it's, it's the third year now. Yeah. Yeah. Times we're doing it at, at, at the Town Hall. We did uh, Wizard of Oz first, then we've done Dick Whittington last year, and now this year we're doing Jack and the Beanstalk. 
Well, it is a gigantic panto. I know that. It says on the poster. Uh, so, uh, obviously, yeah, Matt, in the shape of Jack, you've got to do some uh, battling giants. Uh, are you feeling up to this? I am. I'm feeling ready. I'm feeling ready to take on Flesh Brief and the Giant. Uh, and, yeah, we're looking, we're looking forward to it. So, Jane, tell us uh, about uh, being Dame Trot. Dame Trot, it's fabulous to be a female Dame. Because, you know, traditionally, it's man. It's a man. It's always been a man. Mm-hmm. But... When Tammy asked me to do it, because I was the villain last year and I loved being the villain, but <laughs> I really loved being the dame even more, to be fair, because I can be more myself, because I am a bit of a dame, to be fair. You've got and those I, moves, you've got the makeup. I've got, I've got everything. I just needed to get the big padded bra and it was like, I was there, I was there. I was the dame, it was fat in the wig. I was all over it. <laughs> <laughs> so you're looking forward to it, I can tell. You're going to be spending oh, the whole of Christmas Day yeah. dressed like that as well, just to make sure you're in That's spirit. She gives me so much confidence because she's everything. She says everything that I really want to say to people sometimes. And if you're dressed in drag, you can actually say what you want to people. I'm already impressed and in awe, so that's going to work well. And uh, so, uh, Keely, tell us uh, about uh, what you're up to. Um, So I'm playing one of the children and... um. You're going to sing? Yeah, I'm going to sing. <laughs> so we've got musical numbers. We've got great fun. We've got comedy. Uh, and we've got the fact that it's everyone coming together to have a good time. And I think that's that's going to come across uh, absolutely at the, uh, the, the top of what you're doing here, isn't it? Yeah. A lot of the time that we, we make our own props and costumes, everything you see that we made ourselves. Last year we did a UV section, didn't we? Yes, we did. Which were underwater and we made all the props and people couldn't believe that we'd actually made them ourselves. So we're hoping this year to top that one yeah. with our beanstalk. So keeping our fingers crossed. Yeah, because this is quite difficult to grow an actual beanstalk unless you have spotted some magic beans already. Ooh, we might have done. <laughs> we have got some fabulous magic beans, but we've also got fabulous crew that know how to make a massive beanstalk. That yeah. makes a difference, I think. And uh, I, I take it we've got um, the uh, the family cow who is going to be exchanged for said beans as well. Uh, now, is is that? Uh, uh, it's not a real cow, is it? No, no, couldn't afford one. I would have liked a real cow. I think I could have worked with that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's again it's all part of the fun of, of putting a pant out together so uh, the important thing is how do we get hold of tickets uh, so tickets are on sale via ticket source uh, the link can be found on our Facebook page uh, Showtime Community Production CIO uh, tickets are on sale for £7.50 there's a little online booking fee uh, but keep an eye out because we will be doing some events where we will be selling tickets in person as well hopefully all taking place just down the road in Wensbury at 17th through to the 20th. Now, what are show times? Is it a sort of 7 o'clock start? Yes, yeah, 7 p.m. start, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then on a Saturday, we've got a 2 p.m. performance and a 6.30 as well. Yeah, school production as well. Okay. Uh, for, for the first time, we're going to be doing one in, uh, on Thursday the 18th in the afternoon for specifically the children that are in the sure. panto. It's for their schools. The staff um, are going to bring them along. And then, obviously, the, the people that are in it, like me, who work in the school, some of my children are going to be coming as well. So they get to see me in a different light. But it's all free. We've done it for free. Because some of these children, this is going to be their first experience of theatre. So we want to make it nice for them. So we've done an adapted school version that's going to be just for the school children. 
That's absolutely brilliant. Showtime Community Production CIO at the group behind it. Uh, tickets are on ticketsource.co.uk forward slash Showtime Wednesday. Once again, those dates are the 17th through to the 20th of January. It is 7.50, plus you've got a booking fee on top of that. Or if you see them in real life, uh, any of the things they're doing, check out on their Facebook page. You don't have to pay the booking fee that way, do you? No. But have a brilliant time. Break a leg. Make sure you don't go too over the top with the padding. And we oh, look forward oh. to an <laughs> we look forward to an amazing panto. Have a brilliant time, gang. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. That's all for this week. Thank you so much for joining me back with episode 754 next week. I'll see you then. Turn off and down. Goodbye from the mill bar. 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 Yeah. Goodbye from the mill bar. Yeah.